ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Elephant in the Room. My name is Joey Rodriguez, and today we will be talking about whether or not Trump's second impeachment trial is constitutional. So let's get started with some facts. Donald Trump was impeached for a second time. This is the fourth ever impeachment of a president. He was impeached for incitement of insurrection by the House on January 13th, one week before leaving office by a vote of 232 in favor with 10 Republicans joining and then 197 votes against. So today we'll be focusing on if this second impeachment trial is constitutional, we will not be looking at the normative arguments of whether or not he should be impeached and convicted or whether or not he's guilty of the charge brought against him. We're specifically going to be taking a look at what the actual word of the Constitution says about impeachment and trials, because the Constitution is the final law and the most important thing to look at here. So we're not going to be looking at, uh, you know, taking for gospel the opinions of each of each by senator for and against the impeachment. Um, so the question of whether or not Trump's second impeachment trial has started because Trump will be he'll be being tried in the Senate while he is no longer president of the United States. And there are some people that believe only those in office can be tried. So the impeachment itself in the House was absolutely constitutional. No one is disagreeing with um, whether or not the impeachment itself was constitutional. Um, but we have to understand here that impeachments are different than trials. So an impeachment is specifically solely done in the House. The House has the sole power to impeach. However, trials of presidents, vice presidents, civil officers, that is solely done in the Senate. Um, so two different powers given to the two different houses of Congress here. Um, so let's take a look specifically what the Constitution says. It mentions impeachment a total of six times, and we'll go over each. Some are less important to our specific situation here on whether or not the trial itself is constitutional, and others are, are obviously very, very important. Um, so the first thing that we'll be looking at here is just going through and reading each mention of impeachment here. So. So the first mention of impeachment in the Constitution is in Article 1, Section 2. So Article 1 mentions all powers of Congress. It says that the House of Representatives shall choose their speaker and other officers and shall have the sole power of impeachment. So I mentioned that previously. So the next mention of impeachment in the Constitution is in Article 1, Section 3. And here it's mentioned twice. So it says... The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. When sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath or affirmation. When the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside, and no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members present. So we'll go over that part on the Chief Justice a little later in the podcast. And then the third mention here is that judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States, but the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. And that one right there, that 
that fourth, that excuse me, that third one is probably key to um, whether or not this is constitutional or not, the trial itself. Um, but let's go on to the fourth mention. This one's in Article 2, Section 2, and this one is, you know, Article 2 is about the powers of the president and whatnot, the executive. Um, so it goes on to say, this one's less important, but it says the president shall be commander-in-chief, dot, dot, dot. He shall have power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States and except in cases of impeachment. So he can't grant pardons for impeachment. Moving on to the next mention, this one's also in Article 2, uh, Section 4. It says the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. So this one is saying who can be impeached. So that's obviously president, vice president, civil officers, and what they can be impeached and convicted for. That's treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. And uh, Trump was impeached on incitement of insurrection. Um, the next mention of impeachment in the Constitution will be Article 3, Section 2. And this says, trial of all crimes, except in case of impeachment, shall be by jury, yada, yada, yada. This one, no, not very important here. It's not, a, it's not super relevant to whether or not it's constitutional. Um, and then the last mention, or that's, that's it. Those are all the mentions. So what we want to specifically look at here is what, what the Constitution says on the trials. So, so as we mentioned before, trial is different than impeachment itself. Article 1, Section 4, Section 3, sorry. And it says specifically that judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office. And so the people, the senators that think impeachment can only be done by someone that's in office are looking specifically at this, the judgment. So judgment is, you know, a decision made. The judgment, you can also look at it as maybe saying punishment. Obviously, that's not explicitly what it says, but it's saying judgment shall not extend further than to removal from office. It's a little bit unclear if the, uh, the Constitution is saying the only person or the only thing that can be done when you're doing a trial is to remove someone from office and you know obviously disqualifying them further that if that can't be done specifically since Donald Trump is no longer president he no longer holds any office if that can't be done can you continue on with the trial itself and so there's a critical portion here after it mentions this it, it goes it goes colon after it mentions and further disqualification from office. It goes colon, but the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. After all this is done in impeachment and conviction, uh, whether or not the person is, so after the trial, whether or not the person is acquitted or not acquitted, once they are removed from office, the party can be taken to a court of law once they're a civilian, they're no longer a public, public officer. Once they're civilian, they can be tried just like any other private person uh, for whatever punishment or for whatever crime they committed, if they committed a crime. So that seems to su that seems to suggest that regardless that the, the founders were saying that regardless of whether or not a person is guilty or not guilty, you can still seek some form of justice after they've left office. To say that maybe people not in office 
So specifically mentioning people not in office here, while they're not in office, you can still seek uh, punishment or trial outside of public life. And so what remains unclear here is whether or not this means that the only punishment while you're in office is removal from office and whether or not you don't have an office, does that mean you can be tried? And so I think at the very least, if you're taking a good examination, a good reading of the Constitution, it's unclear. Now, we mentioned that uh, the Senate voted on whether or not the second impeachment trial is constitutional. So there are 56 that said yes, it was constitutional, and 44 that said no, it was not constitutional. What's important with this vote in the Senate is that the Senate does not decide what is constitutional and, and unconstitutional. You know, the Constitution itself lays out specifically, obviously, what's constitutional because it's constitution, and that is the supreme law. So it's, the senators can't decide whether or not it's constitutional. And if there is a question about that constitutionality, it should be taken up with the Supreme Court to decide whether or not it's constitutional. The Chief Justice of the Supreme Court is not presiding over this impeachment trial in the Senate. So Chief Justice John Roberts uh, in, uh, presided over President Trump's or former President Trump's first impeachment trial. Uh, he will no longer be presiding over this one. It'll be Senator Patrick Leahy presiding. And he is uh, the president pro tempore of the Senate. Um, and so I guess what we'll go on here is say that, you know, why did the chief justice preside previously and why might he not be presiding this time? So the constitution specifically mentions in article one, section three, we, we had already mentioned this. Um, the Senate shall have the sole power to trial impeachments. When sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath or affirmation. And then here it goes. This is when the president of the United States is tried, the chief justice shall preside. So that says that the chief justice will be in charge of the trial in the Senate. So they, they'll be helping, um, you know, run questions, um, conducting order, um, calling on people to speak, um, to, to stop people from speaking if they're unruly, to be an impartial person um, over the trial to keep order. Um, and, and certainly Chief Justice John Roberts did that. Um, but it's interesting this time that he's not. In the trial, while it's being conducted, Trump is not the president. So it is not necessary or, yeah, the Constitution does not mandate that the Chief Justice preside when someone when the when the person being tried is not the president however it does not say that the chief justice cannot preside if the person is not the president so this sort of makes way for him to not have to recuse himself so this is this is probably the most likely and best scenario um, to clear up the question of whether or not the second impeachment trial is constitutional is that chief justice isn't presiding over it over the, the impeachment of, of Trump. So this leaves room for him to obviously lead the case and, and provide a, a good majority opinion on whether or not it is constitutional for a person not holding office to be tried. 
um, because if he was presiding over it, then he would be seen as, as being sort of possibly an unneutral decision maker while deciding the case in the Supreme Court if it were to get there. And no one knows if there will be a case. Uh, however, I, I, I think that the Constitution is at the very least, if you're taking an honest look at it, unclear on whether or not a person can be tried while not holding office. And so the Democrats saying that this is absolutely constitutional, uh, I just don't see a way for you to say that it's certain that a person not holding office can be tried. And then the Republicans saying that it's absolutely unconstitutional. It doesn't, the constitution doesn't explicitly say that a person not holding office cannot be tried. I think the Supreme Court should decide whether or not it is. Now, obviously, the Congress and, and the rest of the states can make it constitutional if they wanted to amend the constitution. They, they can do that, and it would have to be you know, approved by both House of Congress and then the, uh, obviously the states. However, that's probably extremely unlikely. So probably the final decision maker would be the Supreme Court. Now, the Democrats' biggest argument for it being constitutional is that this was done previously. So let's go over that. So we're, we're trying to preside, we're trying to bring both cases here, um, trying to be unbiased as possible. So William Belknap, he was a Secretary of War uh, under President Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, so he was impeached in 1876 um, in the Trader Post scandal for leading this sort of Trader Post scandal in which um, they sort of took land from the Lakota tribe um, after gold was discovered. Um, so they were, the Grant administration was trying to keep it secret. He was impeached while holding office. And because he was impeached, he resigned. The, the House was controlled by the Democrats. You know, Belknap and, and President Grant were Republicans. So the trial was brought by the Senate, and he was eventually acquitted of the Im impeachment article. However, he wasn't holding office while the trial went on. So this can be seen as precedent, possible precedent for someone not holding office to be tried in the Senate. However, we have to be clear here that just because it happened, something happened before, it does not mean that it is constitutional or precedent or that what occurred before had to be followed. And we, this is, this is obvious. We, we, we've seen this by, you know, the Supreme Court having precedent in several previous bad decisions like the Dred Scott decision or Plessy v. Ferguson and overturning their bad decisions, Brown v. Board of Education. So just because something happened before does not make it constitutional and it does not make it precedent that has to be followed. And the biggest argument that we see for Republicans is that the Constitution specifically mentions that the only judgment for impeachment and conviction is removal from office. And that means that possibly if you're not in office, that you can't be tried and convicted. So we're going to leave you here with a little bit of anticlimactic ending and saying that I believe it to be unclear what the Constitution says. And maybe eventually a case will come to the Supreme Court to decide whether or not it is. Um, so thank you all for listening to this short and sweet episode of Elephant in the Room. My name is Joe Rodriguez, and have a great day.